Welcome to the New Swingers Podcast, the only podcast in the world specifically created for and focused on couples who are new to or curious about the swinger lifestyle. It is for audiences of those age 18 years and older. And though we give our opinions, we are not therapists or mental health professionals, and our opinions are simply our own. So here's the deal. Lots of couples new to the swinger lifestyle have a lot of questions, and they're often nervous or feel insecure. Our mission is to help you answer all of those questions so you can explore the swinger lifestyle comfortably at your own pace and make your sex life sizzle. Our voices have been changed to protect our identities and any email questions of yours that we read will be addressed anonymously to protect your identity as well. And a lot of you ask about wanting to see what June looks like because she sounds so hot. Well, she is hot. And here's how you can see what she looks like. This hot, sexy, gorgeous, former church preschool teacher turned hot swinger wife. Just click the first link in the show notes to check out June's OnlyFans page. You'll get unlimited access to hot, daily, uncensored glimpses of her and her gorgeous 32 D pierced nipples. She gets pretty crazy on there. Just click the first link in the show notes. Welcome back to the New Swingers Podcast. I'm John. And I'm June. And we are naked. <laughs> of course as, we are. <laughs> as always, in our home studio. Yes. Because if because if you're going to have a swinger podcast, why not do that naked too? Because you do a whole lot of other things naked. Hell yeah, we do. Hell yeah, naked is fun. <laughs> God, we we're always taught it was bad. Don't do that. I mean, you don't you don't want to go out like downtown naked. You could you know, get arrested and shit. You know, obviously not very productive. Yes, but there are nude beaches and places where people like to be uh, naked. I want to do that. That yeah. would be fun. That's yeah, on nude. my that's on my fuck it list. <laughs> yeah. Nudist resort. Nudist resort. Nudist or a cruise or like beach. a swing, swing resort cruise because you can be naked there too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so today we are talking about how to resolve an argument with your partner and enjoy hotter sex in the lifestyle. So here's the thing. As you and your partner get into the lifestyle, if you're brand new, uh, if you're two normal people who aren't like abnormally on the same wavelength and click so good that there's just no issue. I don't think I've ever known two people like that, but when you get in the lifestyle, you'll find that you both have to start communicating better by default Mm -hmm. about what you like, what you want, what you don't like. And sometimes what you share or, you know, you're afraid of what are they going to think of me if I share this, but this really turns me on. I want to try this or, you know, the thing is, we we all have these different desires and things we want to try. And, you know, our, our partners can have responses, reactions to them. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're on the same page. Maybe they're not. Or maybe they think that because you want something uh, that maybe they're not willing to give you or they can't give you, maybe they internalize it and make it about themselves, even though it's not. Yeah. And that, that can cause uh, drama. It can cause trouble. And so then you're having fights and arguments and... You know, we know about this all too well. You know, we've, you know, been in the lifestyle since this past year at the time of this recording. <clears throat> and we've had a handful of big arguments mm-hmm. ourselves. And, you know, we, we, we can look back on those now and we can see what the problems were, but we didn't know it in the time, yeah. uh, at the time. And so that's why we're sharing this with you today. We're going to share with you a few uh, key communication points that we've learned uh, that are highly practical to where you are. If you are new to lifestyle or you're curious about the lifestyle, mm-hmm. you're probably going to bump into some of these. And if not, you're going to bump into things probably similar. Yeah. And so you know, this is just so you know, you're not alone, but also here's what we're learning through some of these things. Yeah. So that you can go ahead and not just have it destroy your relationship or you just want to kill each other, <laughs> but instead you can actually have more fun, be closer, and love and understand each other more and both have more fun uh, together and in the lifestyle. Yeah. So that's why it's important to be able to, to, to have the ability to resolve an argument. And by the way, I don't know if you've ever had makeup sex. If you're listening to this podcast, I hope you have because that means you, you're you old enough to have been <laughs> in some relationships. Uh, but makeup sex is great. And if you do have an argument... Uh, it not only is it helpful to resolve it because it's healthy for both people involved or all people involved or whatever your situation is, but also when things were emotional recently, um, sex tends to be better. It seems more intense. It's like that makeup sex, you know? Yeah. And so 
Yeah, today <laughs> we want to just share some things with you because June and I actually had a major, mm-hmm. major fucking blowout argument last night. Last night, guys. Last night. Yeah, so like <laughs> we're we're real people like you. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think these things probably come and go. I think as time goes on and you love and accept and understand each other better, they, mm-hmm. they're probably less than more we're finding. But uh, if you're human, you, you're probably still susceptible to things like that. And so we're going to share a little bit about what that was and what the issues were and what we what we found since sleeping on it since last night and into today Yeah, that we think you can apply to your life or hopefully he'll help you avoid one of those super, super heated arguments. But before we get to that, real quick, just for a couple minutes right here, we're going to read you a couple of emails uh, that you all have written us, a couple of you have written in, and these are questions that people just like you are asking who are new to the lifestyle or they're curious about it. Mm-hmm. And so this stuff is, is relevant to most people. And so that's why we're going to read it here. And uh, so you want me to go ahead and start reading it? Or do you want to read it? Because I'm doing a lot of talking. How about I read it? How about you read it? <laughs> they want your sexy voice anyway. <laughs> By the way, if you wonder, a little promo here. If you wonder what this sexy southern voice of a woman looks like. Because <laughs> this is a podcast. You don't know what she looks like. She's hot. <laughs> if you want to know what she looks like. I know you heard it in the introduction, but she has an OnlyFans. And you can go see exactly what this beautiful voice (laughs) on this podcast sounds like. And uh, we promise you will not be disappointed. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, yeah, then there's that. Just click Mm -hmm. the link in the description in the show notes. It's the it's as far as I know, it's the very first link there as of now. So it'll say June's OnlyFans or something like that. Go ahead and click it and uh, check out what she looks like. Um, okay. So it says, hello, I started listening to your podcast and wow, it's exactly what a newbie couple should be listening to. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. I loved it so much. I listened to every single episode in one sitting. Oh, Oh, wow. wow. (laughs) That's a lot of episodes. And these are like 40 minutes to to like an hour and a half long. The average about an hour to hour 15. Wow. This person, wow. Well, thank you. We're yeah. flattered, really. And I'm, we're glad we got that much value out of it that you kept listening and hope yeah. it was helpful for you. Gosh, yeah, I hope so. Let's see. I have a question that I felt it wasn't touched on enough. It goes as follows. What if you, as a male or female, half of the relationship, has a desire and that desire is expressed? Then the other partner says, okay, we'll start the journey. But as the journey starts, you find that you are the only person, the only driving force and you feel like you have to keep dragging your partner to engage and participate with you in bringing up ideas, fantasies, desires, etc. Okay. Is, is there, they, they might elaborate on that. They're um, going to give examples. It set. It looks like. Uh, okay, I yeah. know if you want to answer then. Okay, they're giving. Let's examples. just. Yeah, I'll go just ahead. read the whole thing and then we can kind of address it. Yeah, we'll go back to that paragraph to, to <clears throat> address the actual question. Mm-hmm. For example, my partner relies on me for everything regarding desire, fantasies, etc. If I don't bring it up, it never gets mentioned or it never gets done. I ha- I have asked if this is something they don't want to engage in. It's okay, but I get told that's not the issue. I get told either they are too busy to think about it or they are engaged in work, life, etc. Or they just don't have the imagination to think about it. What does a person in a relationship do when they find their partner says they want to start the journey, but you see and feel no um, motivation to do so from their part and they keep telling you that they rely on you for that motivation i feel like i am forcing my desire on another person and i don't want to do it anymore it feels wrong we have been uh, to lifestyle events and even planned dates that the other party didn't follow through that happens yeah that happened to us like uh about two weeks ago so you're not alone yeah definitely (laughs) um but that was about it. 
after those events, radio silence. We haven't engaged in in we haven't engaged engaged in a conversation. And if I bring a conversation about the lifestyle, it's a very shallow conversation, and then it moves on to something else. I understand that desires can be at every different level, but to not have in have any to the point of not remembering to talk about it. Should I just give up or give it some time and conversation? I either have to jump or get off the fence. I can't be on the sidelines any longer. And this is more than just dipping your toes in the shallow end of the pool. This is a person who forgets there's even a pool. And when you mention there's a pool, they say, well, I was waiting for you to say something uh, say something uh, thing again I am the driving force but gets shut down when I set things into motion maybe you guys have an idea or sharing this topic any other couple can have an answer to those couple like us P.S. I have had conversations about even going to a wellness doctor to check if it can be a hormonal issue but also get shut down Thank you for your time to read this message and hope uh, hope an episode can be made with this topic. I've never heard an episode dedicated about this in, in any other podcast. And also, please keep up the podcast. It's amazing and for sure my f- favorite of all the others I hear. Oh, well, thank you again. Appreciate that. Yes. We're valuable for you. Yeah. Uh, it says, yes, it's only me who listens to Lifestyle Podcast. My wife doesn't listen to them. I have even set her sent her a few that could be of help to listen, but um, up to this day, they have not listened to them. I, on the other hand, I don't listen to lifestyle podcasts that fo- that focuses on sexual stories and parties. I listen to the podcasts that are very educational for mental and emotional support for the lifestyle. Okay. All right. So, well, we, we appreciate your honesty there. Yes. And, we're we're glad to hear that it sounds like you're a good person who you're not wanting to press this on somebody you just thought they were interested. Um so June, um so back in this this paragraph here, because it was kind of a long email, mm-hmm. it says what if you're a male or female half of the relationship has a desire <clears throat> excuse me, and that desire is expressed, then the other partner says, Okay, let's start the journey. But as the journey starts, you find you are the only driving force, you feel like you have to keep dragging your partner to engage, participate, when you bring up ideas, fantasies, etc., desires. So mm. this person says, um, says uh, that it sounds like, you know, she's interested. You're like, oh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. But then just kind of spaces out and mm. like doesn't offer any ideas, doesn't. Uh, engage isn't asking him what he likes or saying hey is is there an event coming up or you know, it's it's always him bringing it up it sounds like mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that one of the biggest challenges people face when they're new to the swinger lifestyle is finding other like-minded people to connect with and get to know because most people don't want others to know they're in the lifestyle So how can you actually find these people? It's very simple, actually. Just go download our free two-page guide called Swing Easy. It's a free two-page PDF document where we show you three of the fastest and easiest places you can start meeting other couples just like you in the next 24 hours or less, guaranteed. Just click the link in the show notes that says free Swing Easy PDF so you can start connecting with other like-minded couples and making new, fulfilling friendships and connections in the next 24 hours or less. Go click the link and grab it right now before the offer expires. Well, my first thought is what if she's telling him that she wants to do it to please him? Like, what if she really doesn't want to do that, but she's maybe saying that she does because she doesn't want to hurt his feelings? Or because he's because she knows that he really is wanting to do that to to in to enjoy the lifestyle, but 
deep down, maybe she secretly really doesn't want to do that. Yeah, that was my thought. My thought was like, she's not actually interested. Because the thing is, people make time for things that are important to them mm-hmm. and things that they're interested in. If, if they're interested or it's important, they will make time for it. Uh, if you want to know what's important to a person or what they're interested in, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do with their time. Where do they spend their time? What do they do with their time? What do they do with their free time? People do what's important to them. And if she's not engaging, my first thought is, again, she's not actually interested. And I was thinking a lot the same as you, June. Yeah. Uh, she's trying not to disappoint you. Mm-hmm. She's maybe hoping you'll forget about it. I'm not saying that's the case because we don't know you. We yeah, don't know her. We, we don't. Uh, or this other person. I, I don't know if he said it was. Yeah, he said it, it was, was his wife. wife. Okay. Uh-huh. So we don't know enough to give a judgment, like an educated judgment on it. But yeah, people make times for things. They make time for things that they're interested in. And um, well, and it, it could also be, it could also be that maybe she's scared to get in the lifestyle if she grew up maybe the way i grew up very religious maybe she's scared that if she gets into the lifestyle like and and learns about herself then she'll be judging herself kind of like i was at the beginning of this like oh i don't want to admit to myself that i am bisexual but i mean i'm past that now but i don't know like maybe she's a scared to well because that label came with like anytime you label something like in yeah. that case with you, like the bisexual thing, mm-hmm. it comes with baggage and yeah. implications and and uh, assumptions. Mm-hmm. You know, if you say, oh, he's Democrat or he's Republican or he's Christian or he's atheist, we all have these ideas. Here, there are swingers. We all have ideas about what we think that means. Yeah. And so even if it's not totally true, like if you label yourself something, what have you been taught to um, to think about that? And what baggage does that come with? Mm-hmm. I would just say ask her. Yeah. Just be straight up clear and say, hey, you know, something like, hey, I know that we were interested in, you know, the lifestyle together. And uh, one thing I'm noticing, though, and, and I'm kind of concerned, and I would like you to be very honest with me because I love you. Um, Just ask her. Say something like, you know, I feel like we started off in this together to explore it together. But now it seems like I'm always the one bringing it up and um, wanting to try things and explore. And I, I noticed that not only do you really not contribute to that, it doesn't feel like you do, but it also seems like you're literally forgetful, like you like you don't remember the conversation happening, mm-hmm. uh, which is really concerning. Um, yeah. You know, because either it's like maybe it is a mental health memory thing. Maybe she got a blunt force trauma of some sort, like a car accident. I don't know. Like maybe she is that forgetful uh, that happens. Or... Maybe she's just lying to you uh, because she doesn't want to address it. But maybe, I mean, because most people want to avoid confrontation. Yes. Like, I'm a pretty confrontational person. I don't seek it out, but I'm not fucking afraid of it. Like, I'll go have the conversation. Most people I know, I don't think are that way. I'm not really. And, I'm, and, that, and that's a good thing. Like, I I mean, to an extent, it, you know, it's, well, there's a time for that, though. Well, and John's helped me over the years, I he, you know, because I have a lot of family members that you know, oh, well, yeah, big time. And so he's really helped me kind of come out of my shell to really stand up for myself. Now, do I still enjoy confrontation? No, but I'm to the point in my life now, you know, that if somebody's going to be a jackass to me, um, I'm going to tell them that they're being a jackass and tell them how I really feel. Yeah, we did some Instead of that of just being, uh, You and I both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we both told each other that last night. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. Don't worry. Yeah. It's coming. But yeah, um, I like like you said though, like I feel like maybe she either really isn't interested, and she's just doesn't know how to tell you, um, honestly, because she's afraid that you maybe you know because I know a lot of people are afraid of rejection. Like maybe she's afraid that you'll reject her if you if she's honest with you. I don't know. Like, or, just, or or maybe well, if I don't want to do this with him, what if you find somebody else who wants to do it with him? Yeah, and then I get replaced. Mm-hmm. Or what does that mean? Yeah, and the thing is too, when you're asking her to just hey, you know, will you just be really honest with me and just tell me what what your reason is for really not engaging in this? You know, give her an out. I mean, and what I mean by that is let her know, like whatever your answer is, it's okay, and I won't get mad. I just want to connect with you and understand you. Yeah, uh, because I thought we were doing this together, but you you don't seem to engage or contribute at all. 
And so I like I want to know you. I want to know because I care. And if there's something we can work past, or if there's something in your mind that I'm not seeing, uh, I want to be able to know that and work past it with you if we can. I mean, if you, if you're generous and loving, and you give somebody an out like that, and it's like, hey, I won't get mad. I'm I'm literally just asking. Now, if you say that, you can't get mad if they tell you something you don't like, because uh, that might happen. Uh, but if you said you, you, you're not going to get mad, then you can't. The biggest thing is is getting her thoughts and opinions about why it is this way. Mm-hmm. So I, you asked, should I give up? I wouldn't give up. I would try to, yeah, I would take some time, like you said, to have conversation. <laughs> I would definitely think that's the best route to do is just, just like John just said, just be like, look, I don't care either way. I love you either way, whatever your answer is. I just need to know honestly how you feel. Are you wanting to do this? Are you not wanting to do this? I'm not going to get mad. Just please be honest with me and tell me so that I'm not wondering or or like you said, you don't want to be feeling like you're forcing things on somebody you're, that, you're, that you're forcing your desires on her. So, yeah, or pressuring. Or pressuring. Yeah. 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 So if it were me. Um, and this was the exact scenario as I understand it from this email, I'd say about three, four times a week, I would just walking through the house or whatever. I would look at you, June, and I would say, Hey, are you ready to talk yet? Are you ready to, you know, to talk and, and tell me your thoughts on why you don't engage with this with me? Mm-hmm. And if it goes nowhere, okay. I wait another day or two. Hey, just wondering if you're ready to talk yet. I'll go on for fucking ever. It'd be like, <laughs> she'd be, you'd be like, holy shit. Like it's been... 17 times you keep asking me. It's like, well, you're not answering me. And so I care enough to keep asking you until now that's just me. Mm-hmm. But like, if I want an answer, I want a fucking answer. Yeah. Because it matters. Yeah. Not because I'm selfish or an asshole, but because it matters to me because this is our relationship. And it's a pretty big thing. And I know he said um, something about mental health and memory. You know, like it was something like, you know, we're not dipping our toes in the pool here like she doesn't she doesn't even remember a pool exists Mm. like what that tells me what i think he means by that for what it sounds like is that like they'll have the discussion about the lifestyle and exploring it and then it seems like it sounds like he's saying she literally forgets they had the conversation so here's my question if is a mental health thing that's a bigger issue um that you need some like real professional help with if she has some sort of memory issue brain injury um Mm -hmm. that happens to people who are fully functional all the time and you can't really tell by looking but my question would be this does she only forget the lifestyle conversations that you have or does she forget what she had for breakfast also um is she forgetful in other areas of life yeah like constantly forgetful like shockingly forgetful not like oh darn i forgot to throw the laundry in it's more like, hey, we're going on vacation. And then she forgets where you all agreed to go on vacation. Like, that would be very concerning. Yeah. So my question is, does she forget other stuff in other areas of life? Or is it just this? If it's just this, she might be avoiding you. And it's probably not you. It's probably like a story in her head yep. and feelings that she has about that, that she's uncertain of. And so she's trying to avoid it so she doesn't have to deal with it. But she doesn't, people don't always know how to tell you something. And even subconsciously or unconsciously, sometimes we just, we don't realize we're not going there having a conversation that would be very helpful. We just avoid it. Uh, it's, it's, it's a big thing that, that most people in some way do to some extent. So that could definitely be the case as well. Yeah. Yep. What do you think? Any more on that one? Um, I think that was well, pretty yeah, much I, all I had to say with that one. Yeah. Words of Forrest Gump, and that's all I got to say <laughs> about that. And nobody heard him. Oh my Washington Mall. Hmm. Well, so yeah, we hope that's helpful for you. You know, we're glad you're enjoying the podcast, that yeah. you're binge listening. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's obviously helpful for you. And we, shockingly, we get that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, and we're very grateful for that. Yeah. By the way, if you get anything out of this podcast, take the next three seconds and go click the review, the rating and review. It takes three seconds to scroll down in the show notes and click that five stars. If you think it's a five-star mm-hmm. uh, podcast, 
you want to click something else, click something else. But it only takes three seconds to do that. So if you go do that right now, just do it. We really appreciate it. And leave a review. Yeah. And by a review, that only takes five or ten seconds. If you just say something that you, you like or have benefited from, uh, that helps other people who are about to listen to the podcast or can, who are considering it. It helps them get on board and listen, which can help them get more on the same page with their partner and, mm-hmm. and learn about and enjoy their lifestyle too. So it's not like about us. It's about you. And it's about other people just like you and us. I do think it was funny because we had a review the other day that was like, I love that June gives John a blow job every episode. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? You ain't done it yet. <laughs> I know. Here, do you want me to actually read the review? I'll read the actual one. I have it right here. Yeah. Yeah. The actual review says this. <laughs> Um, awesome review, by the way. Um, uh, there it is. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Here it is. Great, sexy podcast. Love these two. Thank you. Very informative and sexy all at once. The on-air blowjob is a bonus. <laughs> I concur. I do concur. <laughs> Highly recommend. And check out June's OnlyFans. She has a great pair of piercings. Wink. <laughs> hey. hey. Thank I'm, you. <laughs> I told you. Just click the first link in the show notes. You'll know what this person's talking about. But <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, he took some fun pictures of me yesterday. Oh my God. With some Christmas lights and oh, yeah. You, oh. Christmas <laughs> lights. Um, and you ain't never seen sinfully sexy Christmas lights wrapped around <laughs> wrapped around a beautiful woman's body like this. I'm telling you, you are missing out. Mm. But whatever. So this one is from um, well, I'm not going to say your name, but this is from a, a lady, I believe, is the one writing it. And so would you like to read this one as well? Sure. Since I do so much talking anyway. Yes, you do. <clears throat> uh, long-time listener, first-time emailer here, LOL. Uh, first, let me say that we love the show, and we've been listening from dun-dun-dun, episode one. Well, Hell yeah. Thank you. <laughs> hi oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> My husband and I have been together since we were 15 and 16, and that was 28 years and four kids ago. Congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome. We celebrate our 20th anniversary this month of December. Oh, there it is. And we're planning? We're planning a trip to to the resorts. Uh, They haven't nailed down which one yet. Um, Anyway, just wanted to ask about y'all's religious background it is so similar to ours as you can decipher i'm from the south so thank so thank georgia bible belt and my parents deciding we needed to do this extreme style while i was a teenager oh boy yeah Good time you had that thrown in your face huh? no kidding we had never gone before aside from being easter uh but now all of a sudden i'm shamed and made felt bad about everything I'm feeling. It was wild. So this is a teenage girl being shamed for everything she's feeling because she's just a fucking teenage girl Yeah, going through what teenage girls go through. Hmm. My question is this. Do your parents now know that you don't think that way anymore? That your perception of God has changed, I assume, and do they accept that? Mine no longer speak to us as we have a gay teenage daughter. They'd die if they knew I was so bisexual, LOL. <laughs> but, I di- but I digress. I think she's being really sarcastic there. <laughs> I know it's an email, but yeah. Actually, I guess it's a good question for both of y'all because, John, you were raised in it too. I'm struggling with lots of emotional trauma from it, but I'm working on it slowly. Okay, so let's stop. We'll go to the the last part after this. Yeah. So they're asking about, what are your thoughts on that? So she says they're, uh, think, you know, think Southern Bible Belt. Um, Mm -hmm. They got, like, apparently extremely into church when she was a teenager. Um, She, she, she's, uh, all of a sudden she was being shamed made to feel bad mm. about everything she was feeling like it was totally wild so let's let's look at that that's what i call like or not just me but that's what a lot of people refer to by the way as religious trauma yes and people in the church world would probably laugh at that and say what what are you talking about 
we're trying to help. Um, there is a whole lot of trauma that fucking happens. Oh, yeah. I mean, number one, you're valid for having this opinion, mm -hmm. uh, lady who wrote this in, because you're not the only one who's experienced it. Yep. And so much gets swept under the rug. <clears throat> I mean, imagine being born, and from the day you're born, you are taught that you are naturally bad. Yeah. How's that for your fucking mental health? You're a natural born sinner, you're naturally bad, and you're bad for sinning, even though it's in your nature, which means you can't not do it. But when you do, you're bad for it. So you're responsible for it. But how can you be responsible for something that you didn't create? You didn't create your own nature. <laughs> mm -hmm. So how can you be responsible for your own nature? Yeah. that That's a sin nature because that's what the Bible teaches. Uh, like, look, I, I grew up in church. I've been to church most of my life. I even went to Bible college. So when I say I know more about this shit than most people, I do. Yeah. All right. I'm no, I'm no scholar, but... Think about, think just think about the mental health aspect, like of being told everything you're feeling, the desires you have, let's say sexually, that you didn't pick, you just have them. Mm -hmm. um, whether you're born that way or whether they develop and evolve and they they arrive at some point in your life, doesn't matter. Like the thing when I say it doesn't matter, it's like most people I talk to, they didn't choose their kinks and fantasies or what they like sexually. Yeah. They just find for some reason. They're fucking turned on by it. Yeah. Like, and that's just the blunt, honest truth of most people. Yeah. Like, and so think about how could you be responsible for that? Well, then you're shamed for that because it doesn't fit into this box mm -hmm. that you're told you're supposed to fit in. But you didn't make yourself that way. Yeah. But you're responsible for it. And then if, in this person's case, their daughter is for whatever reason has that attraction of their teenage daughter uh, has a, it sounds like a lesbian attraction. Um, that kid probably has no idea why it, it just is. And the grandparents won't speak to him. Yeah. Like how fucked up is that so way sad. to, sh way to show your granddaughter, the love of God. You so adamantly profess by abandoning her mm -hmm. and not loving her where she is. Yeah. I think that's the big, that's the big difference. I think between who I understand Jesus actually was and the Bible we have today and the church of today, especially like in America and Western society, it's like uh, they seem very different the deeper you dig. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's an excuse for everything from the church, you know, justifying anything. You know, oh, don't judge people, love people. Yeah, but you're if they're sinning and you're trying to save them from going to hell, then judging them is a good thing because you're trying to love them out of where... <laughs> Yeah, but when you're shitting on people, like that's not the same thing. Like it's, it's just it's it's had centuries of fucking practice with mind control and manipulating people. Yeah, absolutely. And controlling people, and they've been politically involved for centuries. Uh, you can just do a, I mean, a simple history lesson. And so there's a lot, whole lot that goes into that. And we're really sorry to hear this. Yeah. But um, I, I digress as well <laughs> off that point. But what was the actual? The, the first question, it says, my question is this. Do your parents now know that you don't think that way anymore, that your perception of God has changed, I assume, and do they accept that? Okay. So do they know that our perception of God has either somewhat <laughs> or slightly or dramatically altered from what they taught us we were supposed to believe? I'll go first. Absolutely not. Um, there's no way I could ever tell my family that I'm bisexual, that I don't, that I haven't went to church in over a year. Um, I started to mention something at Thanksgiving and it went, it was just stupid. So like, yeah, I, there, there was an immediate like church auto response. Like, oh, like yeah. the person wasn't, wasn't even thinking when they, when they responded to her, it was like, oh, she said this objection, hit that button. So this comes out. Yeah. And immediately. It was, yeah. It was really weird. Yeah. So. And I should have known better, but I was trying to get out really how I felt. Um, and you were not welcome to do so. No. Um, so, no, my family does not know, nor will they probably ever know, because I already know everything, because I grew up in church my entire life. My grandfather was a pastor. It's been in my DNA for a long time. Um, there's no way I could ever tell my family that I'm in this lifestyle, that I'm bisexual, 
any of this stuff. They would yeah. never accept me Isn't because all they would see mm-hmm. is that. Yeah. All they would see is the bisexual part. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't it weird that, like, the group of people that most strongly professes in this country to, like, love people unconditionally and to be plugged in to eternal unconditional love are the ones who act like that. Like, that that's what an unbelieving world simply finds unfucking believable And um, to add to your thing, my whole question would be, oh, telling your family, do they know? Or would you tell them? No. I don't know when it would be important enough because to me it's like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like when people are already absolutely convinced they're right because they've been taught that they're supposed to believe that they're right and there is no other possibility that they could possibly not be entirely right. That That's called brainwashing. It's like a cult. If you have a friend or a loved one who's in a cult, if you try to get them out of it by talking and reasoning with them, what you'll actually do in many cases is drive them deeper into the cult. Yeah. Because it's a mind control thing. It's a manipulation thing. Absolutely. And so I'm thinking like, why would I need to have this conversation with them? Like under what conditions would it be so important that we have that? And yeah. at the same time, I already know, like, like June said, we already know what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. We know all the objections. We all know the cliches. Well, the, we, it's, we it's know a they're script. not. Gonna, it's the script. It's a script. Yeah, it is a script. And you're taught the script. I went to fucking Bible college. Like, I was taught, like, in in one or a few classes, like, how to address, like, every specific objection mm-hmm. and what to say back to it. But it only went so deep. And, you know, when you start digging deeper than that, that's where things start falling apart. And so they, they've already been psychologically conditioned to think like they do. You know, and this is something I say um, quite often when it comes to spiritual beliefs, or religious in particular. People believe what they believe because they've been taught they're supposed to believe that way. Yeah. It's very rare. People believe what they believe because they've been taught they're supposed to believe that way. It's very rare, uh, I think, and this can be church or politics or any any other horse shit, you know, that is used for mind control on people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find that to be the case with most things like belief systems and whatnot um, with, with the average person. And so, yeah, there's really no reason to bring it up. It's like, wh- why have the fight? Like, why have it? Unless there's, unless there's a big enough reason where it needs to be had because not having it is going to be harmful in some way. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. And then the last part of the email says, um, final thought. Do we have a shot? Let us know on the air if you want, LOL. And if we've got a shot <laughs> and you're ever driving through their area where they live. Their state, yeah. Um, you can... Uh, you can call us Zelda and Link. <laughs> yep, you guessed it. We're gamers. And, uh, you know, so <laughs> they're gamers and they video games. And she said, sorry if this is too forward, uh, but figured y'all would like this better than some random dick pic. Ha ha ha. <laughs> uh, so, so in other words... Would you ever hook up with us if you're coming through our area? Or if we have her... Well, she attached some pictures here. Uh-huh. And, uh, fuck. Yeah, um, she's, she's hot. Damn, girl. You are smoking hot. Yep. And, uh, I mean, they're... You know, we'd want to get to know you a little bit first, <laughs> but uh, uh, you would definitely be on the A-list, or what no, we call no, the hot... I called it the hot list. <laughs> June calls it the hot list. <laughs> and you are definitely on the hot list with that red leather thing you're wearing. Mm-hmm. And uh, great looking couple, and yeah, damn girl, that body. So, uh, yeah, you you'd be way up there on the list. Like, hey, you know what? Uh, we would definitely be open to uh, mm-hmm. uh, getting to know you more. Let's just leave her right there. <laughs> so, uh, yes. So now we're finally getting to what this episode is about. But first, but first, oh, <laughs> oh, here's your favorite part, reviewer. What? Oh wow! Damn, mm. you are good at that. What? What are you doing to me? What you love, baby. <laughs> but it was it was your idea. <laughs> I know. And I love how creative <laughs> you are. So you're welcome. That was the uh, <laughs> the average podcast episode blowjob. Mm-hmm. You usually do it at the end. It's like the middle. Yeah. Well, it was time. 
Guys, have you found it difficult to get and keep an erection while at lifestyle events? If so, you're not alone and it's common. The new environment and the distractions can contribute to a lack of an erection due to performance anxiety at the very moment you need it the most. I personally ran into this issue early on in the lifestyle and it was super frustrating. But don't worry, there's a solution. If you use our link in the show notes and use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout, you'll get $30 off your order of FDA-approved ED medication from Shameless Care so you can get hard and stay hard in the moments that matter most. Don't question your manhood or feel like less of a man ever again. Just click the link in the show notes right now to get $30 off before the promotion ends so you can get back in the game and blow your sex partner's mind. Click the link right now and simply use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout. So, how to resolve an argument with your partner and enjoy hotter sex in the lifestyle. Because you get past an argument together, you're probably emotional, and sex tends to be better when you're emotional, <laughs> in many people's cases. So, uh, we had a blowout last night. Mm-hmm. Shouting, yelling, hollering, it probably went on for like two or three hours. Um, Like three yeah, it was, yeah, fuck. So, <sighs> yeah. tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> well. I'll put it on you to start. Last. Since w- it was your fault. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, pretty I'm, much. I'm, I'm being crass. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking around, but. But pretty much. Um, well, so I'll start with saying this. So we um, had not been to the club in probably about a month. Um, it's a swinger club we go to. Swinger club. And we hadn't been there in like a month, a month and a half. We just kind of were out of town or yeah. the kids were sick or we just wanted a break for a couple weeks. Um, either way. So we went last week and um, we met this um, really sweet couple. And um, she showed interest in me and John both. Um, but I he john kind of just looked over at me like hey are we cool like yeah i would love to like i i'm interested are you interested jen yeah and i kind of just like said no basically like now nah, i have a I, you know i blamed it on vibes that's not the truth but that's i knew what it i blamed I knew, it on i knew it wasn't but <laughs> Which i is part of what pissed me off <laughs> but i i blamed it on that and we went home that night and fought that night too for a couple hours and I slept upstairs in the guest room. <laughs> yeah. I kicked her ass out and like, I don't want you sleeping next to me. Like, get the fuck out of my bedroom. So And you know, just to me it's like, oh, why should the guy have to leave? Like the guy always leaves. I'm changing it up tonight. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of how it started. And so for some reason, I think last night it came back up. We had sort of settled it and talked well, shouted it last week but there's still resentment inside of me and it started coming out in conversation and then it just blew up so there is there are subtle amounts of resentment in me and the reason for this um is because what it seems since we've been in the lifestyle uh is that you know june and i we both like ladies we're same kind of ladies so (laughs) um it it just always i would say it seems but it's kind of been the case that she Pretty much gets to play whenever she wants, uh, you know, with ladies. And um, it's just kind of like, I have no problem with it, whoever you are. I fully accept you and love you. You enjoy yourself. I want you to enjoy yourself. But then when it comes to me, it's been more like, you know, she's she's tried to be the gate guard on it. Uh, trying to trying to guard it. And, well, I'm not comfortable here. I'm not comfortable with that. And sort of just like blocking me from exploring myself. Like she's getting to explore herself. Mm-hmm. Well, after seven or eight or nine times of that, but then she's uh, you know going and enjoying herself afterwards, and I'm not stopping her. I was getting a little fucking pissed off because it's like, oh well, you're you're double standard. You're a hypocrite. You're you're telling me you're not okay with me, but here I am okay with you. Why can't you show me the same love and acceptance uh, to explore myself and <clears throat> excuse me who who I am mm-hmm. the way that I show it to you. Why can't you love and accept and be generous to me in the same way that I am to you? Because I don't think it's too much to ask. So there's been this history in the lifestyle where from the beginning, that was sort of the foundation laid. So now if she ever is a, is kind of against me in something or, or, you know, my, you know, or doesn't agree, my 
I have to be careful because my instant thought is, oh, here we go again. She's being selfish again. She, you know, so that's a story in my head. I need to like constantly revalidate and, and instead of just reaffirming it, uh, mm-hmm. because I don't think she's a, a twisted, wicked person. And you know, I think, you know, I've always thought there's something deeper that's making her fearful mm-hmm. and that's where she's acting from. And she's listening to some story in her head that may or may not be true. So that's just, that's kind of where that came from. But yeah, this week, uh, last night, the resentment started coming out. She thought we were past it. I thought I was too. And well, it, I think that's what I said. I was like, I thought we were past this. It was, it was like a week ago. Like I told you I was sorry. And I like, you know, I, I thought we were past this, you know, and that's kind of what sparked the whole argument again was because I thought he was past it. Um, well, a week isn't a whole lot of time to get past something. Yeah. When, when you get shut down, you know, in front of somebody who is, is clearly interested in both of us and 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 I was interested and so yeah it, it just kind of seemed like whenever you're interested it's okay whenever I am it's like eight or nine out of ten times isn't no and and then I I started result resulting to uh resorting to you know I shouldn't be giving you that much power you know I shouldn't be giving you the the reins on this I'm trying to be nice but I think it's being abused you know these are the kind of thoughts that are going through my head mm-hmm And so we've, the the five or six or seven major fights we've had, they've all been around. It's always, it's been about this every yeah, time. It, it's every time it's been around this. And yeah. So, you know, last week when you were, you know, opposing it, mm-hmm. I was think I immediately started thinking like, wow, really? Again, I thought we were past this because we pretty much were as far as we were both concerned. Yeah. And I thought, I thought we, I thought we were too, honestly. But then something came up in your mind again that you didn't think would reappear. And it's just because you're human, I think. I don't think it's anything to do with you. You want to talk about that? Well, um... Or however you want to start. My dad left my mom for another woman. Um, I was very young. They were divorced when I was, I think, three or four. Um, so I don't have any memories, you know, with, with my dad and mom being together or anything like that. Um, but growing up, my mom would just talk about how horrible and selfish my dad, um, was. And so, um, so, but yeah, that was kind of, so your dad left your mom, my dad left my mom for another Mm. woman. And so, then we start the lifestyle and that's and that's kind of always been a fear anyway in my life that I've really constantly had to work through. Um, you know, we've been married for almost 20 years. So it's it's one of those things that I've I've had to constantly like um, try to work through on my own of like, OK, you know, John loves me. We've been married almost 20 years just because my dad left my mom for another woman doesn't mean that he's going to do that to me. And I am constantly having to remind myself that. Yeah. So some, sometimes we attack the person we're with and, and I've done this too. We all do it. I'm not like accusing June here. We've already, you know, discussed it, but oh yeah. sometimes we take the baggage someone else put on our life mm-hmm. and we throw it at the person we're with. Like they're the ones who did it. And when that's not the case, you have to realize that. And realize that you're actually destroying your current relationship because of shit from your past that you've not dealt with. Mm-hmm. You know, but the the underlying big fear was that well, what if what if I enjoy myself too much? Maybe I would leave. Yeah, and so that's obviously a huge root fear. But number one, I've never shown any sign of that. Mm-hmm. I told her I never would, and also, just as a guy, my whole thing is a. Uh, all right, so if you look, we're in the lifestyle together. You get to play with the people you want, and I get to play with the people I want. We're on the same page. Like, why the fuck would I ever leave that? Like, do you know how hard <laughs> it would be to go probably find and meet another person I'm on the same page with who's okay with me being who I am and I'm okay with them being who they are? But then, like, to leave would mean I'd have to go out and find a, another person, start a new relationship, get to know them all their fuck-ups and fuckery, and then sifting through mine and theirs together, and and also having them be okay with who I am and what I like, and me being okay with who they are and what they like, that would be so much work. 
to me, it's like, why would you ever leave somebody who's okay with you being you? And so my point there is that we kind of came across was, look, I, you know, I love you and care about you and I'm okay, June, with you being exactly who you are, no matter what that is and what you desire. So, but if you can't be that way toward me, that's going to drive me further away from you mm-hmm. because it's not, it's not equal. It's not fair. It's not loving. Uh, but if you want to ensure that we, you know, we're, we stay strong, one of the best ways is to love me for who I am and accept me and what I'm exploring about myself and the lifestyle, like all the things that I'm doing for you, just do the same thing for me. That's the fastest way to ensure it. Now, here's, here's the thing. She's afraid that if I enjoyed it too much, I would leave. But the thing is, if I don't get to enjoy it to the extent that I'm learning, exploring who I am, that actually acts as the catalyst, the, the wedge that gets driven in between us and drives me away. So the thing that she thought would drive me away is actually the thing that keeps me close to her and stable and strong with her. But not doing it is would be the thing that would actually destroy. The thing she thought would destroy is actually the thing that would save it. The thing that would... You know, she, so it was just it was the other way around. And it's a, it, yeah, it's a common way of thinking, but, though, and it makes sense. But here's what I like I finally discovered today as, you know, we're driving and we, we're talking about things again, you know, from last night. The first time that John, um, well, one of, I guess it wasn't the very first time, but it was one of the, one of the first times mm-hmm. and we're really new into the lifestyle a lot, you know, newer now, but a lot n- newer then. And so this was like the first time that John got to play. Um, and he, and, and we were in the same hotel room. Okay. It was a party that we were at with a handful of couples with, yeah, several. She, she, she was 10 feet away. So she was there. Yeah. But in my mind, he's, you know, playing with this girl lady by, and and I'm on like the other side of the hotel room and it, I didn't like the feeling that I was getting. It was really, I don't know. It was just really painful to see. Um, But once I got involved, I was fine. Like that went away and it was good. So in my mind, it was like, okay, if we play together, we'll be good. But then when we would have these arguments and fights he would say things like, if you're not going to be like on the same page, like I don't even want you there kind of thing, because it had happened, you know, several times at this point. And so, um, well, yeah, like the, she would, like we said earlier, she gets to play whenever she wants, but it was like different for me. It was almost like she'd always jump in the way and, and try to sabotage it. But then she would go and have her fun. Mm-hmm. And eventually I'm going, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> yeah you know and it's like well you know it's not that i didn't want her involved in anything that i don't want to do things together and have her there that's even hotter to me but it's like the i started to realize most of the times that she was there when i had an opportunity to explore the lifestyle for me she was throwing up an obstacle or getting in the way but i never did that for her so eventually it just started to become really fucking annoying and we've always been very good at communication talking open but it became this like yeah john i know what you're saying and you're right about that but i still don't know how to get past this and it became it got to the point where it was like well sorry but it doesn't matter how how sorry you say you are or you're trying to work through it because the bottom line is my outcome never changes mm-hmm. i always get fucked over in the end i always get the raw end of the deal and then you'll go and you'll get to have your fun at the same time and it's like okay so you know that that was you know something we've had to figure out and work through because i i've never believed you're a malicious person no um but i I knew it was being driven by fear we just had to drill down to what that was and deal with it and so today i realized i don't want to feel like i felt that time he played by himself separate like well yeah we we were sat in the same room but he played separate from me you were not involved with her no, in the beginning. like not at all in the beginning. It was just me and her. And so in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to fucking feel that way again because that was really painful. Understandable too, by the way. 
And so in my mind, I'm I'm thinking, okay, but he keeps like now at this point with the fights we've had, he's said, then I then I don't want you there kind of thing. So then in my mind, I'm I told myself that John just wants me to sit there in the room with him while he plays with somebody and I'm just sitting there, which is not what he said. He's never said that. Not once. But in my mind, I like fucking convinced myself that that's how what he wanted and that's why i have shut him down because i'm like well i don't want to just sit there and and watch that because it was too painful i want to be playing together with you so do i (laughs) (laughs) it's like i don't want you just sitting there i mean for me more ladies the better i mean what the fuck would i be against that for but in my mind that was kind of what i had been telling myself the story i had been telling myself was that well, if I say, yeah, go for it, play with this person, like, I don't want to just follow you into the room and I'm just sitting there. Yeah, like, my, when she told me that, I'm like, why the fuck would I want you sitting there? <laughs> if it's me and an, another lady, like, of course I want you involved. That's even hotter. What's better than one beautiful woman? Two. <laughs> it's like, what's better than two ice cream bars? Three. It's like, the more the better. Okay, that's just kind of how I think, so. But that's what I discovered today was like that, I've been trying to figure it out, honestly. Um, But today I finally figured out that's been the root is like, yeah, there's the side of, okay, I don't want to be left for another woman. But then the other part that's been, I feel like even more the fear has been just that I don't want to feel like I felt that time that he played by himself and I was just sitting there not participating. Like, I don't want to feel like that. And so, and you've never had in my way. Yeah. yeah, But in my mind, I'm like, so my way of controlling that to not have to feel that way has been trying to control him and not letting him enjoy himself, which obviously has caused all these (laughs) horrible, horrible fights we've had. Yeah. So the thing is this, this is why being honest and just talking very plainly and bluntly and preferably calmly with your partner is important. Mm hmm. What's the story going through your head? When you have an argument, what's the story that you're basing that on in your head? And is it true? Is it actually true? Because mine, mine wasn't. No. Not at all. I was shocked when she told me. I thought, why the hell would I ever want that? I never even said that. You know? And then she said, well, you said you want to eventually maybe go play without me somewhere. And I said, well, yeah, that's only because every time you show up, you shoot me in the foot. And so it's like, why would I want you there? And that's a, that might sound like an asshole thing, but it's valid. Mm-hmm. I mean, if yeah. if the tables were turned, flipped around, and I got all the play most of the fun, you supported me, but I never wanted you to have to have your fun and to explore yourself and the lifestyle. You know, if, if eight out of nine or ten times I was getting to enjoy myself, but those eight or nine, ten times for you, uh, I was shooting you down, but I was out having my fun, like. People would agree, like, that's fucked up either way. Yeah. But again, there was a root to that. It was a story in her head that wasn't true. So when you have an argument with your partner, clarify what the actual problem... And and by the way, we'll do an episode on how to communicate clearly with your partner in the lifestyle. We will do that. But this is, you know, just for today. What's the problem that you're actually feeling? Mm -hmm. And is it true? And if it's not... What is it? Like you're trying to get on the same page here mentally in your yeah. thoughts so you can talk to each other and be like on the same radio frequency, the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. So so when you're arguing, is the story in your head true? And like, and like, don't just shout back at your partner because you might know they're right and your ego is getting in the way. And so you just want to bring up shit from 30 years ago or a year ago. Or something else that has nothing to do with anything you're talking about. People do that. It's just a bunch of irrelevant information that only damages the relationship further. Yeah. Like, like st- find out what that story is and is it true and stick to that and drill down on that. Because you might find, like we did, that it's completely stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, that wasn't <laughs> said. That was never said. Yeah. That was never what I wanted. But she thought it was. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, where'd you even get that idea? Like, I never said that. And she's like, yeah, you didn't say it. I don't know. <laughs> and so, like, we're human. Like, we we mess these things up. But, like, as you get in the lifestyle, you're going to have things that are growth points. 
Yeah. They're going to challenge you to think different, to expand your thinking and your comfort zone. Um, because the person you're married to or the person you're with, your partner, they're a, a, an individual human being themselves yeah. with desires and fantasies and kinks. And, you know, yours might be different than theirs, but you need to make space for them. And they need to make space for you. Yeah. And again, like, I I literally, I'm at the point, I literally don't care what June's fantasies or kinks would have been in the beginning. Uh, they would have been different than just the other ladies. Or if those evolve into something else or several other things that I never would have imagined. The big thing is, I love you. Are you doing you? Um, <laughs> if that's how you feel, I think you have a right to explore that. I care about this person, this other human enough, and I understand that they have their own things just like I have my own things. Mm-hmm. I think one of the best ways to love people is accepting them for who they are and helping them. Given, obviously, it's not damaging or hurting themselves or others. Clearly, yeah. there's exceptions to that statement, obviously. But the best way I can love June is to help help her explore, support her, and watch her enjoy it and even enjoy it with her. And vice, and vice versa. Yeah, and that's that's all I've ever wanted. And we just had to get some of these big boulders out of the way. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's normal. Just know you're not alone yeah. if you're facing these things. And there might, you know, you might fight every, once a month. You might fight once every six months. Who knows? You'll figure each other out, though, the more you, that uh, it seems you stick with it and you're honest. Yeah. I mean, at this point, if I was starting a relationship over, I would just be like, fuck, look, here's who I am. Here's what I like. Here's how I live. Let's just save each other time. Um, you know, take it or leave it. It's fine. Just let's not get four or five years into this. Yeah. And then, you know, then it's like we're so vested in other ways and we just hate each other. And then we both go off the deep end and hurt each other. So you don't want that. Yeah. So just make sure you're communicating it, you know. And and for me, like I said, I was trying to figure it out. I've been trying to find out, like, what is it? Like, I thought I was past this. What is this? Because I do love John, and I want him to explore. But then then the block would come back up, and I'm like, and the fear would come, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I thought, I'm, I, thought I was past this shit. Why am I still struggling with this? So... Well, I think the answer to that is you're human. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that we should expect that will never feel certain ways or emotions, but that we recognize them for what they are and we learn how to handle them um, internally ourselves with context and perspective, but also with our partners uh, talking about them openly saying, you know, Hey, I'm feeling jealous again. I don't know why. Sorry. You know, this only happens once every six months or so. I really feel that way. You know, share it with them, talk to them. Yeah. And again, I think it might be highly unrealistic to think we won't have feelings of jealousy or fear uh, that creep up at different times. That's to be human. Mm-hmm. So you're not weird or anything like that. But uh, when those things come up, you have to be able to communicate those, talk, handle them productively, and uh, you know just resolve those things. And what that does is, yeah, not only do you have hotter sex, <laughs> I and mean, if you happen to get highly emotional... But you actually, your relationship gets deeper with your partner. You understand each other on a deeper level of love and acceptance and understanding that you probably would never reach before. And that really bonds people together. And that really, you know, makes, causes us generally to love each other more. I know that's been the case with us because I never used to understand how could getting into the swinging lifestyle make you closer. You're like, there, you're making friends with a lot of people, but you're also playing around with other people in a lot of cases. How mm-hmm. could that bring us closer? I think the answer to that, because it's so, it's, it sounds so like weird opposite inside <laughs> out. Yeah. I think it's that the lifestyle has put us in a position where we had to get to know each other better. Yeah. It forced us to get to know each other better mm-hmm. and to communicate better. And because of that, we both learned more deeply about each other and who we really are. And turns out, like, I love June way more for who she is now because I know more about her. Yeah. Um, and that came with some speed bumps getting in there. 
and mm. vice versa, probably. Mm-hmm. But I think that's how that works. Yeah. You know, and so it's 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 been good for us uh, to be on that level of understanding with yeah. each other. Yeah, and uh, and uh, and like I said, I don't want it to come off wrong. Like I'm like this person that doesn't want John to have fun or a good time. It was. Sorry. Yeah, like Wizard no, like witch. it's not. It was not like that at all. It was me wanting to, but me trying to figure out what is what was my what was holding me back from those from letting him do that. Like what was what was it? And so, like I said, for me, it was just the fear of being left for another woman who maybe she's better at something than I am, or prettier than me, or whatever. Um, or just or like I said, or the main one for me that I realized today was just that. You know, like it was a a story in my head that wasn't even true. You know, he didn't want me to play by my, you know, he didn't want to just go play and have me just sit there on the sidelines. But in my mind, that was kind of what I convinced myself in my mind, even though it wasn't true. Yeah. So the big thing is this. Talk things out. Be bluntly clear and honest with each other. Mm -hmm. Stay calm with it. Understand your partner's another human being just like you. Yeah. If you have desires, kinks, things that turn us on, things we want to try, we're all different, but we're all the same in so many ways in that regard that we're we're all, you know, we all have these these different things. And just, like, talk these things out. Like, get curious. Instead of getting mad, just get curious about, okay, this I don't understand and it makes me a little uncomfortable that you want to try this. Can, can you tell me why you want to try that? How does it emotionally make you feel? Yeah. Uh, at the thought of being able to try this new thing with somebody else or other people, uh, what does that do for you mentally or emotionally? Or how does that make you feel? Or why, why is that such a big deal to you? And, and seriously, just get curious. Yeah. Get curious and listen because you shooting your partner down, that's not going to kill their kinks and desires and the things that arouse them. They're just going to bury them deeper and keep them away from you, but they're still alive and well inside them. Yeah. And if they can't express them with you, they'll probably end up expressing them with somebody else. Yep. So it's worth it to communicate. So Definitely. talk things out. Share your real thoughts. Do it in a kind way as as much as possible. Um, and don't keep them to yourself. And remember, question every story you're telling yourself in your head that you're that you're basing your emotions and frustrations and anger on. And do those stories have any merit at all? Are they true? Or are they not true? Yeah. And, if, and if they're not, what is the actual story? Uh, things probably aren't as bad as you think. If you just if you can if you can get to the point where you understand what the real story is and get clarity with your partner. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the New Swingers podcast. Do you have a question about the swinger lifestyle or an issue you're struggling with? Send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com newswingerspodcast at gmail.com and there's a good chance we may anonymously feature and discuss your questions so it can be helpful for you as well as other listeners just send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com